Pluto. What's up, movie trivia Schmodown fans? Welcome to the Schmodown Rundown, the official episode of Movie Trivia Schmodown. My name is Brad Gilbert. Oh my god, you're my dream boat, for sure. You might know me as the boat. Brad Gilmore in this bitch. And I'm joined by. Are you still standing by the Bulls? Yeah. A Chicago Bulls fan, <laughs> but he's on the West Coast. West Coast Frank. <laughs> Sexy numbers right. from a sexy player. Very. Love those numbers. Sexy numbers. I sexy, love those sexy, numbers. Sexy. I'm feeling really good about those. Oh, I'm feeling those numbers. Has, has Roxy heard this this drop? I don't you know? think so. I'm not sure. Probably not. Probably not. Feeling those numbers. Gotta feel them. Feel the rhythm. Gotta feel, feel the rhyme. It's schmodown time. You know. That's how they're that's there how to that be felt. Goes. Yeah. That's the, their sole reason for existence. Do you know that right now we are competing with the Dan Merle, Adam Collins match from Spectacular? It's premiering right now on this channel. Did you know that was going to happen? I did not know that was going to happen right now. You know, uh, it's not my job to know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just my job to do. Okay. All you know right. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's roll with that. Let's roll with that. Um, this is going to be an abbreviated preview special for everybody. Of course, the movie trivia showdown draft goes on tomorrow. Uh, or not the draft. I'm sorry. The free agency special. And we will know where people are going. We will know which team, each team's first three members of their roster. Uh, as big as a 12-person roster this season. Is that right, Frank Jenner? That's correct. That is Gilmore. correct. That's a lot of players. So this is going to have major implications on the draft because I would like to think that the majority of managers, they've been trying to do their due diligence to find out where everyone is going, but it's kind of hard to start planning your draft board until you know for sure, right? I mean, it's one thing for a player to say, yeah, I'm going to be with you next season, but as we know... Going into tomorrow, to, to tomorrow, anything can happen. You know, I could say, for instance, if I was a player, yeah, I'm going to be on the, uh, I'm going to be with you, Coy. You know, I'll be with you, Coy. I'm be on the Corky Marks. And then draft day comes and Winston Marshall calls and says, hey, man, you know, what do you think about teaming up with Paul Oyama? And I say, okay. free. I mean, free agency comes and you're like, well, okay, this, this sounds like it could be something. Right, and then we know the uh, the rule. Correct me if I'm wrong, Frank. Is final decision has to be set. Yeah, something along those lines. Final decision, final answer, all that. Something. That's, uh, I think whatever verbiage is laid out there, that has to. That's like your digital uh, streaming signature, if you will, by the players. Yeah. So we'll see at the end of the day tomorrow, and when we're doing this show, probably around this time or a little bit later tomorrow. We will know where everyone is going, and we will, uh, as far as the free agents go, and it will really give us a clear picture as far as the draft. Just before we move on, Frank, and talk about everything that is we're going to talk about today, I want to shout out everyone in the chat. Haskell420 says, oh. let's get it on, oh. and we are live. That's a, my my Bruce Buffer. Poor, my, poor Bruce Buffer there, right, actually. Um Right now, Dragon17 saying Bateman to swag with Winston. It could be possible. What up, Brad and Frank? A random Schmodown fan says, just made it here in time. Uh, Paulo Lara says, hey, Brad, are you a Nets fan now? <laughs> I mean. Yeah. He's been balling. I mean, I'm a Harden fan, so I guess I kind of am a Nets fan. 
I'm a KD fan. I'm not a big Kyrie guy. Really? I love Kyrie. Not a big Kyrie guy. A couple years Kyrie. ago, I thought he was better than Steph. Oh, I mean, I don't. He's not better than better in different ways. There's two different players, man. Anyway. Man can ha- that, the, I got to say about Kyrie, man can handle some balls. Um, Uncle Drew. Yeah. Hmm. I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, all kinds of things. Paulo says also, do you guys think there'll be a sign and trade? That's always possible. Always possible, right? I know well, that there's a lot of chatter and scuttlebutt about this online. That's the only way I see Marisol making it back to Shannon. If Marisol were to make it to the draft, uh, there's no way she's going to make it all the way to Shannon at the eighth spot. Someone either signs her tomorrow or drafts her uh, in two weeks or a week from tomorrow, and then trades trades her to Shannon for whatever uh, the deal is going to be. That's the only way I see Marisol going back to Shannon. Um, Yeah, I mean, and you'd have to understand a sign and trade for what? Yeah, would always exactly. be my question. Like, for what? Like, what are we trading? You know, and I, I, I don't know. I don't know other players. I mean. Picks, players, there's always kind of things. But the thing is, Shannon has her players locked in. I could see Marisol being – uh early in the draft I, I don't think anyone signs her in free agency I don't I don't think so I think see I, I, I've gone back and forth on this I, I feel like if Marisol really wants to try and control uh, get as much control as she can and where she lands she's better off signing somewhere if a manager does want to sign her I think that's probably the best way for her to go whether that's going to happen tomorrow or not it remains to be seen but i think by doing that she gives herself uh the most control she could possibly get in this kind of situation since she's trying to go back to corruption right so that's her situation is way different than everyone else's if she can say i will sign with you and then hopes that manager wants to do a signing trade that's how she gets back to corruption however if she just leaves it up to the will of the draft you know, the, that sign-and-trade deal, the draft-and-trade deal uh, may not be something that a manager wants to pursue, and now she's stuck with uh, a, a faction that she really didn't have a say in when she could have a say where she ends up. If it's not going to be ultimately be with corruption, she could have kind of a say where she lands and the best spot for her for this upcoming season. There's a lot of what-ifs there, but, you know, that's that's I'm sure I'd be fascinated to talk to Marisol after all that to see just what was going on with her. There are a lot of what ifs. There are a lot of what ifs in that scenario. I also hit you with this what if. If what if our legs bent the other way? What would chairs look like? Yeah. They they would they would look like upside down chairs. Is that is that is that right? Uh Dagan S. Broad. Great name. Dagan S. Broad sounds like a nineteen eighty seven villain from some movie who was like the last guy you had to fight. Right? Uh, you had to get to Dagan. Uh, Brad and Frankie are the best in the biz. This is the only show that matters. Thank you, Dagan. Uh, free agency special is going to be nuts. Agreed. I have a feeling there will be some shockers. You know what? You just summed it all up. I, I, I agreed literally with every sentence that you just said. <laughs> there is nothing incorrect in any sentence that you just said. You know, going to tomorrow, there because no player is officially locked in until they say the magic words. Someone could go back on a verbal agreement with the manager. That could certainly happen tomorrow. I think the one that everyone's been really kind of paying attention to is uh, Ben Bateman. You know, we've heard that he's been 
He's had talks with Dagnino. We've also heard, you know. I think Ben Bateman. Ben Bateman has had, you know, you remember that movie John Tucker Must Die? Yeah. Ben Bateman is so John Tucker. He's been having relations with everybody. <laughs> He's that, been talking to everybody, true. juggling. That's I true. mean, I have heard every rumor you could possibly hear about Ben Bateman and where he's going to end up. And literally, I'm not joking, with the exception of the rock star or with the stars and the quirky mercs, I have heard Ben Bateman is going to end up on every other team yeah. with some other player. Can so I, I'm not joking. Can I throw out a crazy theory? That Do I it. Do it. So here, so everyone thinks that you know Roca is riding with with Dagnino, right? What if that's mm. spectacular? It was all a ruse, right? Roca and Dan, they go look. However things go, Dagnino's been a crap manager for us this year. Let's really stick it to this guy, and I'll go off on you. We'll split that way. I'll say that I'm going along with Dagnino. Come come tomorrow, he's like he's gonna. Dagnino thinks Roca's gonna sign with him. Where, where, in fact, Roca flips, ends up staying with Dan on whatever faction they end up going to, and now Dagnino's left, you know, out cold with, with no with no superstar. I mean, he might have Barbarian, but maybe Barbarian flips on him. What if everyone flipped on Dagnino? What if? It's possible. I feel like he's the guy who's most susceptible to, like, the double cross, if you will. Because everyone would just know, want to get one I over feel on like- Dagnino. Sure, but I also feel like he wouldn't sell it very much. He'd be like, oh, okay, it's cool. We still got this. I'm a winner. I see that coming. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I could see that. I could see. I think crazy things are going to happen. Let me ask you this. What faction do you think will benefit the most from staying consistent with their roster, meaning carry over from seven to eight? Um, we know Shannon is going to have a very similar setup, you know, with her top three that are already locked in. Um, we're assuming the stars are going to retain their top three, their three champions. Do you think that that benefits them, uh, both teams going into next season, or do you think that the volatility of the league and the shaking up everywhere are the is the constant team? Is are you almost going to be um, at a disadvantage? That's an interesting question, Brad. I, I really think that if the the stars, Roxy, Jeff, Mark, and Alex, I think that's a great nucleus there, um, and, and they'll stick together. So that and consistency always proves to be um, a benefit. You know, a lot in sports, right? You know, you're just the same personnel. You always get into a rhythm. You know how everything works. It's a well-oiled machine. I feel like Winston and Swag over there. Uh, namely with Paul Yamalan, Harris, and Chandru, who I think are going to be his three that he locks in. I, I think they've built up um, something special over there, and to to for, for Winston to try and shuffle that up a little bit, I don't know that he needs to do that. Sometimes I think a manager or a player might feel like they got to – Get a little cute because that's the uh, you know it, it, that's the sexy thing to do. When in fact the smart thing to do would just be stay the course, ride with your people that got you to where you got last year, and build upon that. Because Swag had a great Winston had a great year with his with his group, and if he keeps that core intact, at, builds and adds some more pieces, and who knows maybe get some old faces back through the draft if they fall to him. Uh, I, I think he can replicate the success at the very least he had last year and bring it into this year and, and maybe claim that top spot at the end of the year as a number one faction. 
It's very possible. Ronnie B. Good says stars at an advantage given new point scheme for title matches. Definitely agreed there. The question is, though, when will the team's champions yeah. be defending? That's that's a big one. We're hearing maybe April, perhaps, is is, is what I'm hearing. Um, maybe March. Not sure. Digital? Don't know. Uh, in person? we Maybe? <laughs> you know, like, like everything else in the past year, it's up in the air. But I think at the same time, you can, as you go into the season, you can't pay – you can't, I think, defer too much to that where it's like, I don't know if we're going to – because you're just not going to relinquish the champs, right? So it's yeah. like, what, what else are you going to do? Um, no, no, no. I'm not a, saying that she's going to relinquish. I'm not saying that. I'm saying – Sure. Um, you know, yes, rock stars might have an – or the stars might have an advantage somewhat, you know, but the points, how many are they going to be able to rack up because teams are going to be inactive at least at the onset? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Great analysis. Just yeah. No, it, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> thanks, Frank. I really appreciate that one. Um, so, let's actually talk about this though. Speaking of the uh, stars. Oh yes. What do we think about Snyder's lack of interest in the faction championship? He talked about this on with Ben Bateman on backstage, which, by the way. Just put a pin in that statement, and we'll come back to it. But what do you think of this? I, I don't think those comments by Jeff need to be blown out of proportion because I understand 100% what he is saying. And you have to look – and I think if you look at um, in the way of players play for belts for those championships, right? The managers play for – for a faction title at the end of the year, but also to help their players achieve those championships, right? If a player's focus is to win a championship, a manager's job is to help them get that championship. What comes with the championship? Points. Points. Wins along the way to get to the championship. What comes with that? Points. Points. So a manager's job is to put that player in a position to earn themselves points for the faction and in turn... It puts that player in in position to win championships. So everybody's happy at the end of the day, right? So I don't think while Jeff has to be concerned or should be concerned with faction a faction title, his main focus is to win a championship. Yeah. Because and then what comes out of that is points for the faction. So that that's just a a, a happy byproduct of his happy. personal success, right? So I I don't think though those comments are ridiculous or outlandish or anything like that that's just his mode of focus is i want to win a championship and who cares what happens with the faction but at the end of the day i still think he does still i still think he does he cares about he cares to an extent but it really but a player of his caliber and of his status like alex damon and mark and draco along with him they play for championships that's what they're in this for and he can't do anything else but play for championships and in turn, that's going to get Roxy points for the faction, how, however many that may end up being. He's going to play to win, and that gets you points. That gets you further down the title road. So at the end of the day, all of it works together, and it really doesn't matter too much the mindset because it all actually ends up equaling you know, the sum of the sum of parts equal a title faction possibly at the end of the year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, I, I definitely understand what you're saying. Now what I want to do is I want to get – to what I am calling a new segment on this show. And here comes 
Brad Gilmore's Great Scott moment of the pod. Can I get a Great Scott? Great Scott! Think about this. Think about this. I have a feeling after picking up on some interesting vibes from backstage, I think if there was any man to ever turn his back on his teammate, it is Jeff Snyder. <laughs> and wait, 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 I think Jeff Snyder and Ben the Boss Bateman are going to end up as a team in season eight. Now, you might say, well, bro, wait, hold on now. Jeff Snyder's a team's champion. Sure. Yeah. I haven't heard, and Frank, you can correct me if I'm wrong, because you absolutely will. (laughs) I have not heard anything about a free agency team having to sign together. Have you? Correct. You're correct in this. Correct. So theoretically, Mark Andreco can sign to the rock stars as one half of the team's champions. And then Snyder can sign to, let's say, the Finstock Exchange, for instance, as a other half of a team's champion. Now, you might say, what sense does this make? Why would they do that? That's the genius of it all. It's Jeff Snyder. And when does he ever make sense? You talk about a guy who goes off of his emotions, a guy who will make a decision at an instant. He's not someone who's thinking long-term. He's thinking, how can I get a rise out of everybody? Why do you think he says the things about the inner geekdom division that he says? Huh? Why do you think that he says this? And you and you might say, wait, but he wants to be a champion. Why would he? He would have to vacate the belt? No. No vacating of the belt. It's complete chaos. And that is what he likes to call I cannot believe you would waste our time with that babble, Brad. What, what? are you, no, what this are you is talking awesome. about? This You're is awesome. Me, he, he, if he splits up with Mark and Drake, he vacates the belt. He has no control no, over that. No, no, he does not. Yes, he does. No, no, no. You don't break up the odd couple initially. What, They're what? still together. They're just on different factions. You can that no that that does not it does not work that way, Brad. Do you know I how, think it, do you know how this works? Do you yes. Know, do I have to explain it to you? Yes, I know how it works. You think? Look, Jeff look, Snyder I know I know how it works in wrestling. Finsock, well, you think Jeff Snyder can be on the Finsock Exchange and that Mark Andreco can be on the Stars and that somehow when they want to defend the the title the the team title, what what faction are they representing? Their respective those? factions. And so they would split the points? Is that what you were telling me? Yes. They would Until they the lose. Points. Until they well, lose. Well, guess what? That's not a rule, but however, I would like to see that happen. See? <laughs> see? See? <laughs> I would like to you see it happen. You know what I mean? I would like I'm to see it happen. I'm trying to make juice but... here, Frank. <laughs> I would like to see it happen, but that's not allowed. We that's don't know allowed. this. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Okay, yes, wait, do. hold on. A random Schmodown fan says Christian said if he leaves the rock stars, he vacates the belt. That's right. Okay, so, well, let me live in my fantasy world, a random Schmodown fan. <laughs> I didn't hear him say that. I didn't hear him say that. Yeah, yeah, I was getting to that part. Still, let him, <laughs> let, any, regardless, even better, let him turn on him. Let's, let, let's put the belts up for grabs. 
because that's an even more heel thing to do. To vacate the titles and leave your leave your well, partner there. He also said on backstage she's not going to do that. So I don't. Do you believe him? Yeah, he loves being a champion. He loves having that belt. What are you talking about? He's just going to give that no. up? What are yes. you kidding me? He just wants. He just won Player of the Year. He doesn't yeah. give a damn. Yes, he, he does. Give a he damn does. You know he does. No, you he said doesn't. He does. No, he doesn't. You said he he cares. He just doesn't show it as much. You you've said this before. Did I say that? You said this. Well, anyway, here's the thing. I read that this is going to happen in the Gray Sports Almanac, but as we know, future history can be changed. Yeah, sure. Future history can be changed. I, I do like this idea of splitting the faction points for a title win or if it's a team. Well, so I do, what I— That's a way to keep teams together for extended periods of time, which, I'm, which I would like to see more of. Um, but— you know, I, I don't know. That's that's definitely not going to be a thing this year. That 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 has to be discussed, and and we'll see what other managers and players think of that. If that were ever to be a realistic proposal, yeah. Well, it's probably not. <laughs> However, yeah. I just remember in the only reason I thought about this is when I was watching backstage and they were talking and they like dropped hints to each other. I remember this happening in WWE during the draft. The team, the tag team champions. They turn on each other, but they're also drafted to different shows. Oh, uh, right. But then they still have to come together and defend the belts, even though they hate each other. That's fa- that's fabulous. I it's like a that. great storyline. I it's like that. It's a great storyline. I want to see it happen in the movie Trishmoto. But nevertheless, nevertheless. What, what else, Frank? Where do you think um, – let me ask you this. The two big prizes, in my opinion, in mm-hmm. free agency, Dangerous Dan Merle – and the aforementioned Ben Bateman. Those are the two that we've talked about for the entire time. Now, we are kind of sure that neither one are going to end up on the Finstock Exchange. Right. But you never know because of uh, our man David Sackrider said that, you know, there were still conversations going on with the Finstock Exchange and, and at least Ben Bateman. But if I may, what stronger draft class do you think would happen if you are a free agency class just if you're Sam Levine mm-hmm. you're one of the one of the, uh, the the great players right in the history of the game and you draft or you sign Ethan Irwin which we're confident this might happen mm-hmm. right I would agree then you say how else can I drop a bomb on him you know what I'm gonna sign dangerous Dan Merle and I'm going to put them as a team, Ethan and Merle as a team, one of the great trilogies of all time, now culminates as a team Hmm. and then you're like, well, okay, Gilmore who are you going to get for the third one? It's a great, it's a great, it's a great question. Can Sam the man Levine convince the crusher to come out of retirement? I'm just saying, I'm living in this hypothetical world, sure. But if, let me just ask you this. If Sam were to sign Ethan, Dan, and Rachel. Wrap it up. Go home, guys. Wrap it up. (laughs) Right? It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Theoretically. It's a wrap. And that would be the best, you know, free agent signings of all time. That'd be the scariest faction ever. It would. But but, uh, Rachel. That would be Harden, Katie, and Kyrie. For sure. I like it. I'd love to see it happen, but it won't. 
So who do you okay? But who do you think Dan's going to? Right, or well, what, what do you think? Here, here's instead of what I think, I'm going to tell you what I would like to happen. I would like to see actually Ben Bateman land with Sam Levine to team mm. with Ethan Irwin. I like that pairing better, and I think the interesting part of what what you laid out is that is all of it. <laughs> Is that you left out? Well, you said Dan Merle, but they still—if they had Ethan Irwin and Ben Bateman—they got singles and teams wrapped up. Mm. They need an Andrew Geekdom player, <gasps> and Mark Knopic just happens to have a title shot. I think that trio right there would be a, a very solid start. A lot of hype right there. Uh, Bateman and Mara joining Sam, uh, the team with, with Ethan Irwin. And you have the mind of Rachel Cushing and Sam Levine. I mean, everyone's a champion there. That's all champion. That's a championship culture uh, that could possibly happen. That's what I would like to see happen. That would be fun. With Sam Levine. That would be fun. I would like that. I would like that. Um, David Sackrider saying, I would hope that it works better than Howard and Katie Kyrie. Okay, they oh. lost their first game together in a double overtime, 147 to like 132. It's still early with these guys, too. They got to figure it out, David. They got to figure it out, my man. I mean, I think Harden and KD have already figured it out. It's they Kyrie. They figured it out. It's Kyrie. He's got to When you move adjust. Kyrie, when you just move him now, like, hey, who wants him? Who wants a point guard? I mean, you see, I mean, after this year, probably. Send him, send him back to Cleveland. Send him back. Send him Where else? Uh, yeah, maybe. I'll, I'll take him in Chicago, dude. I'll, you know what would be awesome if they did like a straight up Kyrie for Russ. Oh no! And they reunite the oh OKC. My God. It'll Thunders. never happen. It'll never happen. <gasps> anyways, where do you? Oh, okay, let me I think this. that I just. I think I just had an out of body experience. Yeah. Um. Okay. So you you think that Dan though ends up where then? It's not that where I think he's going to end up. It's where I'd like to see him go. Well, I mean, is, well, let me let me ask you this then. Hold on, before I even ask you that. Yeah, there's only a few teams where he makes sense, though. As crazy as that sounds, he makes yeah. sense on Usual Suspects. Yes, he makes sense on Swag. Yes, I think he makes but, sense on the Din. I think he makes sense. Yeah, you know yeah. what I would? You know another one I would do is Dan Merle, Paul Preston on the Din. I do, I do like that. But I mean, real, real quick about the Swag thing, I think there is an issue. It's a small one that could be potentially a big one, but I certainly think it's an issue that if Dan were to go to swag, his faction mate would be Chandra Dandapani. Chandra Dandapani is facing off against Mara Kanopic. That's kind of a weird spot to be in right off the bat. That's true. Um, And I don't know how Dan Morrow would jive with a character like a Chandra at this stage. Uh I don't – I mean, Chandru's kind of trying to take a page out of the heel Roka book, and we know that's the road Roka's going down right now. And I, I just don't see Dan Merle meshing with someone like that, which is weird because you could say, man, if you put Dan Merle and Paul Oyama together, Winston would be ecstatic. But guess what? Turns out Chandru's kind of a liability for Winston in this scenario – Possibly, possibly. I don't know that to be true or not, mm-hmm. but I could definitely see that as something being uh, some sort of reality there. Man, sure, sure. Um, I like him there. 
And also, I want to say something about Chandru. You said taking a page out of the John Roca heel book or what have you. I think Chandru's written a whole new book. I think I think Chandru. So he took a page I, and then was like, it's like Finding Forrester, where he, where he starts, uh, you know, a little bit with the guy's um, writing, and then he just then he just goes on his own. He's used a little bit of inspiration and then goes on his own. That's Chandru. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm gonna say it right now, Chandru. Chandru's the best heel ever. Oh, all right, all right, easy guy. No, he is. He's Easy. absolutely 100% the best heel ever. I think he certainly could be, but, he but is not now. right now. No, he, he was, is he right was now. heel for like four months. Like, okay, okay, let me ask you this. <laughs> Come on. Let me ask you this. Remember my whole like thing I did what, was a year and a half ago or whatever about the, being a heel, right? That was earlier last year. <laughs> was that last year? Yes. God, <laughs> that was really? like in April or something like that. Really? Yeah. We weren't in pandemic when that happened, was it? Weren't we? Oh, maybe it was right before. Maybe it was right before. Huh. It was right around Regardless. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. <laughs> erroneous. Erroneous. That's the rise of Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> erroneous on all accounts. Erroneous on all accounts. Chandru has no redeeming qualities. That's true. He has zero. That's true. He has zero. And the thing is, people are saying the chat better than Pete Guy, but Guy is still number one. I don't think so. Because Guy... One never held the title, and I hold that against him. I hold that, that against I him. Mean, and that's fair. Ability to be great, a great heel. You got to hold that title, and you really got to make people go. I guess the I distinction there, man. the distinction there would be great character. This guy, not necessarily a great, the greatest heel. <sighs> no, now Andrew Guy, of course, from a character and acting standpoint, I think mm -hmm. is is on another level. I think that we're thinking about two different things. I think, and that's a good distinction, but. Any other heel that you can think of in the history of the league, you kind of still like them, right? Like Roka, you still liked, right? Yeah. Guy, you said, man, he's he's pretty despicable, but he's kind of cool, right? I mean, good-looking dude in a suit, tackling people, kind of a badass, right? Yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. And then who else would be a great heel? Jeff Snyder, likable guy. A likable irritant. Do you know what I mean? Is Jeff Snyder. He's the Dennis Rodman. He's the Draymond Green. You hate him unless he's on your team. Right? So, I think of those guys, I think Chan uh, Polo Yama might be the closest. And, and when I say might be the closest, in terms of actually getting people to not like you. <laughs> yeah. he, like, And you know what? Dagan says something here. Dagan says, do you feel like Chandra has go-away heat? Go away heat is a term in wrestling. It's also called X-Pac heat where people just don't even want to see you. They hate you so much. I don't think he has go away heat. I think he has legitimate, I cannot wait to somebody kicks his ass heat. That's the kind of heat that Chandru has. And I don't really think that anybody else has ever gotten to that level. I really don't. I think to to I think the Patriots had a uh, had a had a had a. But you were rooting for the Patriots, time. weren't you? No, for the longest time I was, I was not. For I the longest time I was them. not. I eventually kind of came around to them because I was like, all right, well, well I kind of want to see them go ten and zero now just to see it happen. But for the longest time, I think it was after that second match with top ten. I was like, all right, <laughs> like they're they're I don't see them losing, um, and I wanted to see above the line beat the Patriots that first time that matchup Ken was right you know I didn't go there to see above the line win I went there to see the Patriots lose 
you know, yeah. when, when you talk about in the post match. So up to that point, I would think, yeah, I, I wanted to see them lose. Alex the Great says, Chandra's the Floyd Mayweather, the Schmodown. Everyone wants to see him lose. Absolutely. 100% I agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. I've yeah. never rooted for Floyd Mayweather. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Like, I always want to see him lose. You know, I always want to see him lose. And that's where I am with Chandra. Sorry, Chandru, but I always want to see you lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's how good that's how good he is. Anyway, I don't know how we got on that. Um, oh, damn. We should go through some of these. I see a lot of questions in the chat. Go through it. Scroll up and see some questions here. Go through and, them. And, we'll answer a few, and then we'll yeah. make some last minute picks, and then we'll here. get out of here. Um, Let's see here. Oh, Dagan again. It says, imagine this team for the, for the suspects. Merle, Erwin, Mara, Paul, Yama, Laura Kelly, and Janine the Machine. In First what all, world is that possible? <laughs> yes. Um, could he get – I mean, could Sam get Laura Kelly? Sure. Could he get Paul Yama? No. No. Um, that, that's – I mean, Paul Yama would have to want the sign there. But then you're – then how are you going to get Mara or Laura Kelly? Uh, yeah. Janine's certainly still a possibility for that. Janine is going to be on the. She'll be, she'll most likely be in the draft, yeah. an early so, get for somebody. That I mean, yeah, that would be a hell of a thing. Uh, let's see here. Did they talk about what Roxy may do with the stars yet? Um, I think it's going to be Odd Couple and Damon. I mean, that's uh, just the most logical sense. All champs. It would be know? it would be silly yeah. for her to not do that. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Shrodan fan says, "I'm really rooting for Dan to the dungeon." Another this possibility. One, I. Do like this because well Kaiser is not so much he's you love you love to root for Kaiser I think you, I think yeah. people don't they love his character he brings his personality he brings to the show and with Dan being spurred by Roca I think if he were to go with Kaiser it kind of gives him that edge a little bit of the attitude um, for Dan but also Kaiser can be right there going at Dagnino like he was. All last year, and that's someone that that I think those two guys could easily, potentially easily, you know, find some common ground and and, and fulfill some sort of vendetta <laughs> against Dagnino. I mean, Kaiser wants to see that dude burn, and I think Dan Merle would like to exact some sort of revenge on the way he was treated at the end of the year. Right. Um, I think that the 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 Kaiser Kaiser's an interesting character and personality, and I just wonder. If well, here's the thing. I was gonna say I wonder if Merle's a fit. However, I didn't think that Merle was a fit with Tom. Um, yeah. So I, mean, I, I guess that Dan is is kind of like water. He can just take the shape true. of whatever I, yeah, whatever I think he finds. Kaiser is kind of the same way in that regard. I think he can adapt to his players. I mean, look at the Motley Crew he had last year and the year before that. I mean, Paul Oyama, Eric Zippero, like what video okay. drew? You know. Okay. Like, let I me think... ask you this. Then let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If Kaiser. If Kaiser were to sign Dan, mm-hmm. who are his other two slots? That's that's the other part. That's the that's a good question because I Parker? would totally well, Parker for sure. I, w- I would say Parker and Morrow, but that doesn't really make a lot of sense. No, I would say Dan Merle, Paul Preston. Frank mm, Janish cooking with the gasoline. I, I, think, I think Paul Preston would fit in really well with the dungeon. He's got that attitude. That, that, you know what? I really like that. I like yeah. that a lot. I think he would fit well. Uh, and you know what? That. I could see him moving along, moving moving away from Kate. Yeah, why not? You know, it was a rough year. Just kind of be done with it. 
Wash your hands of it, start over. And then, yeah, and then play with the greatest player of all time. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, it's really a win-win for him. <laughs> yeah, so really well, some if he had that matches. opportunity, if he had that opportunity, um, I think he'd take it. All right, uh, Manny Gonzalez says, what about Dan and the Stars? Never going to happen. Never going to no. happen. Never going to no. happen. I mean, I don't think... I think... I think, I don't I think, think da- yeah. I think Manny is obviously a Stars fan. <laughs> yeah. Not going to happen, though. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think Dan would be against it one day. Uh, let's see here. Uh Mara did that with your damn first match last year. I forget what that's in reference to. Let's see. Uh, Roxy will probably blah, blah, blah. Do you guys think Koi should sign Kevin Smith with his third spot? I think he should try to sign Mara. I don't know if he should sign Mara, but I don't think that he should use that third spot for Kevin Smith. Yeah, that's a great question because Shazam, Brendan Meyer, Bibbs, singles and teams locked up. You need an interdictum player. Mara would fill that spot. And it, and it makes a lot of sense. It'd be a very strong core for Koi. You know, um, we had heard that Mara was exploring other options. We, I've heard, you know, we've heard, we've seen reports on Kevin Smith looking to be signed with that uh, that slot. And I think from kind of like a business aspect, it makes sense to make that move because that further solidifies, I think, in a lot in, in everyone's eyes that Kevin Smith isn't just here for vanity. Uh, he's here for the real... He, he's really invested and, and to be a part of that faction. That's the only reason why you would sign him, um, I think, because we're not talking that way about Jericho necessarily, and also he's owned no. too, but... Um, Jericho's going to be there for you in the draft pool, and Jericho's going to be one of those players where everyone's like, he's only going to play for Roxy, so I'm not going to waste my right. pick, Right. So I, mean, I think I, I think that Kevin's the same way. So I, I don't know why you'd lock him up. In, in, well, I could freedom. I could see Kevin Smith playing for. I could see him playing for Roxy. I could see him playing for Sam Levine. I could see him playing for Kaiser. But he's I, got I think, the relationship with with Koi. Oh, sure. That's that's certainly the case, and that's what Koi. That's the major advantage Koi does have. However, I still think that um, those aren't so far fetched. I think Jericho. We'll only play with Roxy. I re- like. I still think there's a, a room for Kevin Smith to play with somebody other than Koi. It's not super likely. Grant, I, I agree with that. But I think if I were to pick the, one of the two, it would be Kevin right, Smith. Right, right. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. Do you think that anybody targets someone who has not played before in their in their, in their their free agency? I'm sorry. Say that again. So, like, we have a, a big rookie draft class, our big rookie class coming in, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that anybody tries to lock one of them up? I don't prior know to the draft. That is exactly allowed. Oh, it's not. I don't know for sure. But like, for instance, like, like the only reason I brought it up is I'm thinking a guy like Paul Walter Hauser. Right. Right. You know, who's another one of those kind of Jericho, Kevin Smith kind of names. On top Do of you, me- just try to lock him up early. On top of myself, not sure. I'm I'm gonna lean towards it's probably not possible, but also, what an absolute like um, act of faith a manager would have to put into somebody who's never played the Schmodown. It's like like drafting James crazy. White in the first round. <laughs> well, he actually came from the family. There was tape on him. That's true. Um, that's true. Some of these rookies coming in don't even have family experience or game tape out there. Um, you know, it, it, it's, I don't know. That would be, that would be really weird. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, let's see here. If 
better than Team Peak action in terms of uh, heat. I think. Yeah, yep. Peak Team Te- action. I think Peak Team action is great. Too likable. I wanted to see them. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. What else we got? Da 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 da. Let's see here. Um, fan. So, what about the other spots she has? Will she be able to keep? For example, Stacy. In regards to Roxy, I mean, that's all going to fall down, Manny. That's all going to fall down to the draft, you know. Yeah, Manny. Yeah. Thanks, man. Let's see here. Guy getting TKO'd, TKO'd Merlin's comeback match. That was title worthy. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. No, but when he said Cerulean. I mean, it's a great moment. One of the best lines like, ever. Just because you TKO a guy who's been out of the league for like okay. nine months and it's your first win, that doesn't mean you get a title shot. I'm sorry. Yeah, and Corey Cameron says Christian said on Let's Get Ready that all rookies have to be in the draft. Okay. So just a question. Yeah. I was just I was just wondering. Um, again, trying to cause chaos and be a disruptor. Uh, that, you know, sounds smart to me. Um, what else do we got here? Uh, no, 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 no. Well, Let's I think that's here. about it. So what, what I want to do, uh, the triple threat with William, Brendan, and Dan at the beginning of the year, and Marl was on the quirky oh. marks. Okay, yeah, maybe yeah. that's a... I clicked on something different there. Okay, anyways. It's all good. What I want to do, we have about 100, 140 people watching live right now because we are battling against other content on this channel. <laughs> I want in the chat right now, everyone to tell me where they think Dangerous Dan Merle is going to end up. What team do you think that the greatest of all time is going to sign to? This is like when LeBron James was a free agent a couple years ago, Frank Janish, and everyone was pretty sure it was going to be the Lakers, but I was still holding out hope for Houston. <laughs> <laughs> where do you think Dan Merle ends up? I want to see it in the chat Right this second, um, and Frank, if you had to, if you had to just say, out of all those ones that we we guessed, Dan Merle, I yeah. would. I mean, I think suspects. It's between suspects and dungeon for me. Like I've always felt like it's one of those two spots. It's one of those two spots. And um, we have Kyle saying dungeon, Brandon okay. saying dungeon. Oh. So, oh wait, okay, a lot just came in. Sack Rider saying swag. Random Schmodown fan, Dungeon, Steve, Suspects, Larry, Dungeon, Corey, Suspects, Will, Suspects, Dre, uh, Dagan, Suspects, Manny, The Din, Suspects, Suspects, Mercs, Dungeon, Suspects, <laughs> Dungeon, Suspects, Suspects. So, I mean, it looks like the <laughs> chat either thinks the Dungeon or the Suspect. Yeah, and it kind of it's, it looks a little split there. Too. Yeah, so yeah, pretty split. Quirky marks, not not probably definitely no. Um, and then Dave says that Kaiser has the best dental plan, so um, mm-hmm. maybe that's going to cause something. Uh, we will see. Now, right now in the chat, where do you think Ben the Boss Bateman, aka John Tucker, must die? Where do you think that he <laughs> will end up? Let's see it in the. Let's see it there right now. The top two destinations would be, I think, Sam and the Den. You know, Sam and the Den. Yeah, because I think we've we've always. Talked, I think the I think Den the, makes the most sense. Yeah, we've talked about that from like the onset. Once we saw Ben get ticked off with Dagnino at the end of that that second match Ben had with Murrow for the title, I was like, well, he could go to the Den, reform it, and build it from the ground up. You know, from the ashes. That certainly that might be an attractive opportunity for for bateman but i think going to go play with sam levine and and ethan irwin you know two titans in, in the, of the schmodown ethan obviously still playing 
uh, Sam Levine, I think Ben Bateman have a similar mindset when it comes to approach of the game. I don't know. Okay, so Corey says swag. Dagan says wow. swag. One, two, three, Narnia says swag. Uh, Random Smoto fan, Din, Dungeon, Din, swag. Bateman will end up in the draft. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. So if that's the case, then he'd end up with the, du the dungeon. Ben doesn't get signed or drafted. He gets black blacklisted and then cries on backstage. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The Den, swag, swag, drip, drip, suspects, dungeon. What if Bateman teams up with Goddard? I could see that. Swag teams up with Paul. Uh, what if what if, if Dan doesn't go to the Den, Ben will. Uh, it was something else we talked about. Where Dan goes, then the chips will fall, and we'll figure out maybe where Ben Bateman can go. So they're still the two top picks for me as far as the free agency is frank janish this is a it's a it's, a, it's an abbreviated special sure but any anything that you want to say before free agency day tomorrow i'm looking forward to the special um i think you know in terms of how, how long it's going to be it might run like an hour and a half there's, mm -hmm. i think there's gonna be a lot of a lot of players you know obviously got to declare um i don't know if because we're looking at what's the math on that um, 8 times 3 is 24. So 24 players presumably uh, going to be on that special declaring where they're going to go. Um, could take some time to get through that. Maybe it's an hour and a half, two hours. I don't know. But nonetheless, I'm watching it live, obviously, and, and going to be marking down where these players go. And, and then all the theorizing will start after that. So that'll be fun. All the theorizing will start. Be ready for shocks, for scandals, for spectacular events. All going down tomorrow, the free agency special exclusively here on the Schmodown Entertainment Network. And immediately following that, you will see Frank Janish, myself, and really the P the person that everybody came to see, Jen Sturger. We will all be doing the free agency aftermath, a special edition of the Schmodown Rundown number 221 with special guest The Sturge. Jennifer Sturger hanging out with us, Frank Janish. So it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. At FrankieJ29 is where they can follow you. At Brad Gilmore is where they can follow me. And go over to the Schmodown Quick Clips channel and check out the top five moments from season one of the movie trivia Schmodown. A uh, a little piece that Frank Janish put together that is really fun to watch. Go check out season one's top five moments available on the Quick Clips channel. Frank Janish, anything else you want to add before we get out of here? That's what I was going to say. Go check out that video. It was a lot of fun to put together. Brandon did a great job with uh, reading the lines there. And uh, we're going to do, hopefully next week I'm going to do another one. And then my plan for like season three and beyond, because those are obviously a lot, a lot larger seasons, a lot more moments and matches to go through. Maybe we do, I do a um, kind of like a survey, put a survey out there from the fans and kind of formulate a list that way. That'll be fun. So that would be fun. really enjoy doing those lists. So that'd be fun. Yeah, I mean, what we learned from that video is Frank Janish is a superior editor, and I am literate. Uh, but for <laughs> Frank Janish, I am Frank Gilmore in this bitch. This is the Schmodown Rundown, and we will see you tomorrow.